This is Power 1 and 2 Digital, the Power Breakfast Show podcast series. Thank you, Evie, for our news brief, and that's all courtesy. Champlain Auto Services. Good morning to the folks out at Champlain Auto Services. Hope you guys have a great day. Of course, they will. Anything you have a problem with your vehicle, they can repair. I actually saw a motorbike there and a truck there as well. They do fleet management as well. They've got tons of accessories. Tons, 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 tons. Of accessories, all right. Windshield wiper blades, tires, batteries. When last you aligned your vehicle, you should always. They've got the state of the art equipment that uh, that aligned you. Have nitrogen for your tires as well. They do, all right. And uh, Commodore Mechanics, I said, fleet manager. Like them on Facebook, follow them on social. They've got the Power Breakfast Show stamp of approval. So. What the heck is that? I don't know what is playing in the background. Oh, I'm having a moment. I don't know where that is coming from. Do you believe that, folks? Oh, I think it's coming from... I have no idea where that is coming from. All right, let's see what, it stopped now. All right, I gotta take a quick break, gotta get into a, 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 a hit here. But I just want to tell you all, in the Billboard Hot 100, you know the Billboard charts? One artist, one artist has a number one spot, the number two spot, the number three, right down to number 10. The top 10, on the billboard, number one to ten is by one artist. That artist is Taylor Swift. She has the top ten first time. Wow. She just released her movie, um, not movie, her album. What's it called again? Midnight or something like that. I can't remember. But she has the top. She has the top ten spots on Billboard. All right. Let me get into a track here, and of course, it's November 1st, so you know what's going on. You're going to have your lime, you're going to make your ham, your sorrel, your punch the cram with black cake. You're going to grab a bottle and head down by Cindy and Sangri Grandi. Go in the kitchen, you know the kitchen is the most social house in any line. And belt out some wicked trucks with a bottle and spoon. Them lime is beautiful, real good. It's music time in any gang. When you see man start up and run, all the instruments does be in tune, but they don't leave out the bottle and spoon. You see with bottle and spoon. Be ringing out red tune The drum and bass Go forth in place Your bottle up with water Is back on a landman's water Sweet music 
real bad man. He named Bradshaw, he's a iron man. Yes, he told me plain that very soon, pan men going back to bottle and spoon. Yes, he went bottle and spoon, and does be ringing on real June. The drum and bass go fall in place. Your bottle half with water is back on a landman slaughter. Sweet music in the place. Whiskey bottle or rum bottle does song real nice. See with bottle and spoon, man does be ringing out real tune. The drum and bass go fall in place. Your bottle half with water is back on a landman's water. Sweet music in the Bottle and spoon. 
Ah, yes. It have no bottle and it have no spoon in here. But I thought I'd definitely join it. I could use my pen. Beating the desk is more of a panorama truck. Three liter bottle and spoon. 29 degrees at the Ottawa International Airport. Same at Crown Point in Tobago. For those in the U.S., that's 85 degrees Fahrenheit, all right? 85 degrees Fahrenheit. All right, I'm taking your messages via our message board, via our mobile app. You should have it by now. Just look for Power 1 and 2 FM, turn it down and download it. Or you can log on at power12fm.com. Our messenger service. Vote on our poll. Of course, our poll, do you think we will see an improvement in the crime situation in the country following the meeting of the National Security Council that was held yesterday? Started at 10 and it was completed just uh, before 7 o'clock, all right? Um, all right, so regarding that uh, leak by Peaks yesterday, remember it was, uh, that was chaos last time that happened? Oh. Let's call um, Let's call the minister and see if we can get an update on what they plan to do with that. Let's see if we can get him online and get an update on that. Alright, oh, phone's ring, so that's a good thing. Phone is ringing. That's good. Hello. Uh, good morning, minister. How are you? Good morning. I'm a bit exhausted. I had a very long day yesterday and, um, of course, a very long night trying to manage the, um, the repair work at, um, at that pipeline work in, in the Kokerit area. So, well, yeah. a, bit, a, bit, a little exhausted this morning, but it's well, a brand new day and we look forward to... Well, that's what I call it. About what is going on with last time that that pipe ruptured, it was chaos. It was a traffic nightmare. You want to update right. us a little bit? Yes, so um, so yesterday evening after National Security Council meeting, I was informed that another part of the same line, um, not the same area that was repaired on the last occasion, but in another location, the, um, the pipeline uh, ruptured again. And um, so immediately, WASA, uh, the crews were able to mobilize the equipment, um, the lighting towers, and um, as well as TNTEC, Police, all the agencies, you know, were able to mobilize uh, around eight o'clock last night to commence the the repair work. And the crews worked throughout the entire night into this morning. As a matter of fact, they're still on on site. And um, I was just being notified less than two minutes ago that the the repair was completed less than fifteen minutes ago. And um, and they're doing the, the, the they're commencing the road restoration component of it. Now that is on the um, the westbound lane, so there was absolutely no need, given the location of the the, 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 the rupture, there was absolutely um, no need to close off the entire roadway. So um, one lane um, was you know was kept open, so traffic traffic kept you know flowing smoothly. Um, there was no backup of traffic whatsoever, and um, while the, the repair work was ongoing, so. Um, so it, it was managed in my in my view in, in a more seamless manner. All the agencies were able to come to the table quickly and understanding their roles and responsibilities. 
Um, the respective ministers were informed, uh, Minister of Works and Transport, Minister of Rural Development, Minister of Communication. So we're all operating on, on one chat, and um, so we understood everything that was taking place, and we every hour we, we were updated on what was taking place. So it, it, it was managed really seamlessly and excellently this morning, um, over the night into this morning, and we expect that by 11 a.m., uh, the road will be fully um, restored. Wonderful, man. So definitely not like the last time. Well, the last time, you know, well, when you when coming out of um, emergency situations mm-hmm. like what occurred on the last time, mm-hmm. you have to do your 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 debrief and identify ways in which you can improve. And I can assure you and your listening audience that that exactly took place on the last occasion. So mm-hmm. we identify areas where we um, could have we, we couldn't do better. We we you know we should have improved. And um, and we, we learn from our errors, and, and and that's the reason why on the last, the very very last occasion, that's opposite. Um, there was a, another repair job that was done right opposite the West Shore um, Medical Facility, and yes, um, I remember and that. that. Was done, and that was done very very you know excellently. Um, all of the agencies you know collaborated. Traffic management branch of the Ministry of Works and Transport, um, Ministry of Rural Development, Wasa Tech, all of the agencies. So that was uh, the, the first example of um, a dramatic improvement from what transpired before that. And then, of course, um, last night, you know, we continue to build, you know, on, on, on what we've been doing. And again, it, it's another example of, um, you know, of the agencies, you know, working seamlessly together and, and effecting repairs on major thoroughfares like the um, Western Main Road in Cochrane. So by 11 a.m., we expect not only... The, re- well, the repair has already been completed. Right now we are focusing on the road restoration, and we expect the full um, road restoration to be completed by by 11 a.m. this morning so that it will not impact traffic, um, late evening traffic uh, this evening. Wonderful, man. That is great news because, you know, when that happened, a lot of people went, oh, people, Lord, yeah, yeah, not it, again. I it went viral because people... You know, people anticipated that um, you know massive inconvenience in the mm-hmm. West and uh, what have you. But um, I, I unfortunately, the public um, forgot that after that nightmare early on this year, there was another um, repair job that was completed by Westshore, and it was done um, professionally by the agencies. Yeah, that's when you um, diverted traffic to the eastbound lanes and so on. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was done. It was. It was. It was. It was an <clears throat> excellent, you know, piece of food that was done. And coming out of that again, we were able to manage the the, um, the situation over the night into this morning in a very professional manner without well, any kudos. Convenient, inconvenience to the public. Kudos to you and your team. And you see, that is something we learn in Sesame Street. It's called cooperation. Cooperation is very important. Once all the agencies do what they're supposed to do and, um, and, they, and they collaborate openly with each other, they support each other, um, things will get done. In, in the past, you know, too many of our agencies uh, operated in, you know, mm-hmm. in silos. Yeah. But but when you when you when you're managing projects project of this nature, you know, you have to collaborate with the, with the other state agencies um, to get things done quickly. Oh, and, and what happened? Um, we have another chat with ministers, um, the key ministers, like Minister Sinanan, um, Minister Faris Hawari, Minister Imbut. Mm-hmm. So we were we were able to coordinate certain things at that level as well. All right, wonderful. That brings me to our question, Minister. 
-hmm. when I, I know that you're in your, 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 your repair drive mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to Wasa. What about after it's fixed and, and repatching that part? What is going on with that? How does it's that good, work? That's the reason why, the reason why um, I, I can boast that the road restoration is going to be going to be completed by 11 o'clock. Mm -hmm. No, not only for the, that. I'm talking about regular leaks throughout the country. When Wasa no, go and repair leak. Well, we have ramped up our road restoration efforts, you know. Um, so we have um, internal crews working with our external crews to manage the repairs, right? We, we were able to, to reduce our leak backlog by over 60 or 70 percent. As a matter of fact, the objective is that by the end of November, the entire leak backlog will be wiped out and, um, and we'll be managing our leaks on a daily basis, you know, ensuring that within 24 to 48 hours at the most, mm -hmm. we will, um, WASA will be able to respond to our leak or its private contractors. And right after the leak is, is, is repaired, um, there's no collaboration with the external contractors to come and do the, um, the road restoration, um, you know, within a, a specified timeline. So that is also going good, I can tell you. Um, I, I, I see some um, room for further improvement in terms of the collaboration between the leak repair contractors or crews, the internal crews in Wasa, and the road restoration um, crew. So we, 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 we continue to improve where we identify areas where, you know, we can do better. But I can tell you that um, over the last two or three months, we were able to, um, in terms of the road restoration, we were able to do um, over 10,000 road restoration. Wow. Wow. Um, another question I have for you here. With the Riverine um, alert uh, over the weekend, and, and I think it discontinued now, how has the WASA distribution been affected? Has it, uh, stability, has, yeah. that, has that been a oh big part? Oh, my God. Um, I'll tell you this. Eh? Uh, our system has been really hammered over the last um, couple of weeks, especially in Eastern, those surface water plants like Aripo, um, in my constituency, La Pastora, Lopino, um, Tompir and Matura in, in Toko, further east, those, those water facilities have been really hit hard. I tell you, uh, um, Steve, the kind of silt that is coming down the river from act illegal activities taking place upstream of our water courses, uh, we, have, we have a lot of work to do from an environmental perspective to arrest what is taking place, the degradation that is being done or rainforest, <clears throat> to our forests, our watercourses, right? The, now that we, ha we are having extreme rainfall within a, sh a short period of time, um, Wasser's um, ability to distribute and to provide a reliable water supply to communities that rely on surface water um, intakes as their main sources of water, it is under tremendous strain. Um, so we have to, I just came out of a conference in, in the Bahamas, and this is one of the issues that I raised at that, in that ministerial conference, to, to bring in some international partners to see what technology and what, you know, recent innovation that, we, that, that, there, that exists so that we can utilize, invest in, to, um, to modernize, upgrade some of our surface water intakes to reduce the level of um of um, disruptions that we're having as a result of what is taking place in our environment. Wonderful. Let's move across now to TNTech for a five. 
And the reason I'm saying tainted, there are so many street lights that are not working. So, and um, but let me finish. Mm-hmm. It it mm-hmm. takes. I actually calculated there was a blown street light, and I used the app to report that the street light and so and so street and so and so lamppost number and so, um, street light is not working. It took two months. Yeah, I am not happy um, with the response time from the commission to address the issue of, um, you know, blowing street lights, you know, replacements, what have you. We have been, at the Ministry of Public Utilities, we, it is our responsibility to provide the financial resources because it, it comes out directly from our PSIP. Um, so the, the funding is not a problem. It is the execution rate to me as minister. I have some serious concerns about it. As a matter of fact, I'll be having a meeting tomorrow with the general manager and the street lighting team at the Ministry of Public Utilities to address this very um, issue of the response time to address street lighting because, you know, it's uh, a national security issue as well. Um, so I'll be having a meeting with them tomorrow to see and identify, you know, areas that they may require further support so that we can ramp up our activities to, um, to repair all these outstanding um, blown street lights as well as to continue and to expand our street lighting programs to so many communities that have been, you know, writing me and asking for new street light lighting of, you know, open spaces, play, um, play, playing and recreational spaces and what have you. So that is something that is under my radar. As I said, um, I've gotten additional financial resources from the Ministry of Finance um, in this year's allocation. But if you have the money, but you're not looking at the, your execution capacity, then the money will just remain there. And I don't intend to have money being allocated by the Ministry of um, Finance to, um, to to address this particular issue, and we're not addressing whatever the internal um, challenges TNTEC may have with respect to execution rate on street lighting repairs and new, the, the installation of new lights. Yeah, because last time I, I think I had called you on it, um, that uh, I had to get a street light uh, a bulb replaced and they were like oh. well we'll call in next week listen yeah. the road is extremely dark dark yeah you yeah, know there's yeah. this criminal activity that's happening this is urgent so and what I think are, that's when what, i call you yeah and the plan is that we're going to utilize um some private contractors to help you know, ramp up activities um in that particular area because certainly there's a um there's a capacity challenge from tntech Mm-hmm. given the amount of lights that need to be changed um, all across the country. So there's no need for us to bring in additional um, capacity from the, the private sector, and that is the area that we are going to pursue um, in the coming, well, in this new financial year. Uh, is it that you're going to switch to LED street lights? Or? Well, yeah, most of the lights that we are putting down now is the LED lights. It, it's a policy decision that we are taking that those new lights will be um, LED, and I intend to ramp up that in, you know, in the coming months if I have to speak to um, the IDB or the, the Caribbean Development Bank, I, um, you know, I told my team that you know most of our highways, if not all of our, they had the highways, and our main thoroughfares, I would like all those lights change over to LED. Yeah, because I mean, some of these street lights are just, especially on highways, yeah. Uh, yeah. the Baratari interchange half of You know, they have they have you know longer lifetime, you know, mm-hmm. and of course. Um, um, from an environmental perspective and the consumption of gas, you, you know, less on the grid. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Less than a grain. All right. Yeah. I mean, is there anything you want to add before we wrap up this morning? I don't want to take up too much of your time. No, but I, I, I do have to call you regarding an issue after nine. But uh, well, anything you I'm want a, to add? I'm actually sitting in the den- in the dentist's office. Um, they're waiting waiting on me. But um, but I told them that I need uh, a couple minutes just to do this interview. But I just want to take the opportunity before I wrap up mm. to thank the the men and women, the hardworking men and women of Wasa and Tiantec and the other supporting state agencies that responded, you know, so positively last night and work around the clock last night into this morning, all now, mm-hmm. you know, to ensure that this, this repair is addressed, um, the water supply is restored to affected customers, the road is restored by, is expected to be restored by 11 a.m. this morning. I just want to take the opportunity as Minister to congratulate them for their hard work and it is when we do and we, we carry about ourselves in this professional way, you know, we will get the respect of the people of Trinidad and Tobago. Wonderful. Thank you, Minister. Thank you. And it's one Thank thing you. that Sir Charles and myself hate is a dentist. <laughs> we hate a dentist. All I go to a dentist to do is for cleaning, but oh my God. Is that my favorite piece? No, 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 it's not. So kudos <laughs> to you. All the best. Thank you. And, and we will chat soon. All the best we to you. Keep in touch, yeah. All right. Yeah, and I, is Mike checking the mail for working at Wasa? Um, yes, I think um, I, I, I was notified mm-hmm. yesterday that um, the check was prepared. Lovely. Thank you so much. All, right. all so the best. I will, I will, I will contact you to the post courier. Lovely. And let me say good morning. Good on to Avion out at Wasa. Usually when people call and say they have no water or a burst yeah. mean somewhere, the first person I send it to is Avion. So uh, let's um, say good morning. Avion, enjoy you? Yes. Okay, I see. Yeah, that's my person. That's, that's my go-to that's person. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, she is remarkable. So yeah. thank you so much, Minister. All the best. All the best. Thank you. Take care. All right, there you go. So if you go in my um, my peaks, and all those that said, "Oh Lord, it repaired," they're just going to resurface and be back to normal. All right, back to normal. Whew. I don't have to tell you when that happened. What happened? My mind just went, oh gosh, the traffic. And the thing about it, you know, that traffic is have a domino effect. So, you know, Port of Spain and this and that were just terrible, terrible. All right. It is 8.32. Good morning to you. It's just me alone in the studio because Paul is out of the country. Richard is out of the country. Wendell is out of the country. And they're all busy doing another thing. I think Paul, uh, Paul is going to to meet the president today oh I'm, I don't know I really just I really don't know but um, he's there on business um, for the Republic of Trinidad Tobago I'm sure so uh, it's just me so let's take some of your calls you can help me pick my next track I don't know what song to play next we have what 55 days of Christmas is that what I said this morning let me check yeah 55 days to Christmas as I told you all before I am actually, first time ever, my mother is going to have a heart attack right now. I am going to make the Christmas ham. So you all have to send me a real wicked recipe. Eh? I don't like dry ham. I'll tell it that much. And I have already bought my bottle of chow chow. You can't have ham without your chow chow. I bought two bottles. I remember one year I went looking for chow chow the week of Christmas and I could not get any and I said I'm not doing that again. So you all have to send me a recipe to make the juiciest ham out. 
I just don't know which harm to buy. I don't know which harm to buy. All right, so let's take your calls. 222-8255-612-8255. Toll free, North Americans. You can call me, 866-525-1099. All right, you can send me a message on our mobile app or our messenger service. So I get it directly in the studio. Um, yes, yeah, so we'll take your calls. Chris who says it. I think that call is correct. Which call is Chris? Um, one of the requirements is that you be a legal resident. Oh, so that's if Paul wins you 1.2 billion US dollar lotto, lottery. Tell Dr. Paul I will be happy to help him out. You and a million people with his winnings. We can make some investments in Trinidad and the US and I would ensure that he has 24-7 protective detail. I remember somebody won, I saw it in US news, somebody won a, uh, a lottery and he went to collect and I think part of the requirements is that there's a photo up and he wore gloves and a mask so that his relatives would not know it's him. I win the lottery, I do the same thing. Nobody will know. Nobody will know. I will donate to the animal shelters throughout Trinidad and Tobago. That is one thing I will do. I'll have a free spay clinic, spay and neuter clinic for cats and dogs to control the pet population. But there are so many stray animals out there. I mean, I, I have a, a a stray cat that I feed every day. I call her Lovey. Um, that is the one that... Uh, that I, I, I gave to someone and they lost it and I went looking for a few days and I found her again. Yeah. So, Lovey comes in every evening once I get dark and stays till in the morning. She was there when I left this morning. She gets food and lots of loving. And she loves the loving so that's why I call her Lovey. And they all have names. Alright, so call me. 222-8255 612-8255 Toll free North Americans 866 866- 525-1099 and of course don't forget our morning poll we're still taking your calls on this um, and where we asked you do you think we will see an improvement in the crime situation in the country do you think so yes or no call me what do you think and that is following the the meeting that they had yesterday uh, yesterday evening with the National Security Council all right which is headed by Dr. Rowley, the Prime Minister of our Republic. All right, good morning to you, caller. Hello. Yeah, man. So, um, Steve. You call me Sir um, Charles? Hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> what time zone you in? Yeah, in the future, the future. So clearly, uh, you're on a thread line in. Yeah, I wanted to, wanted to share that thing with, um, yeah, this idea of crime and criminality. You know, I think, you know, we... It just didn't happen. We know it didn't happen overnight. It <clears> happened <throat> when people started putting burglar proof around their homes. And I think it also started when we just played um, footloose and fancy concerning how we instill proper behavior. Because, you know, what is the police? What is policing? I mean, okay, is it? I mean, I know it's jacking up and getting jacked and things, but are, are you a criminal when you're 
you move, you talk about the driving from the left to the right, not using the indicators <clears throat> because they consider that dangerous driving on the highway when you don't, you know, going from one lane to the other and you don't use your indicator. <clears throat> and I always use my indicator. I, I can remember my friend <clears throat> overtake on his shoulder once and almost clear away an old man. I had a, you know, I had a Gaudi car and thing, you know, and I was trying, so, and he does it all the time, like to drive on his shoulder. That, you know, that is yeah. one thing I don't do, period. Yeah. I don't drive but, on his shoulder at all. So do we consider these people who are doing these things criminal? That's what I want, you know, I mean, because... In I won't call it criminal, you know, I call it an illegal act. Right, an illegal act that we have done over and over and over to the point now where people feel entitled to do behavior without any consequence to being held. Mm-hmm. And now we have, because I know children, when you go into therapy and then you listen to children and they talk about the bad behavior, one of the things that come up, they say that why didn't you, as a parent, didn't put boundaries on me? You you allowed me to mm-hmm. to to run rampant and now you know and then they end up in this in so in the therapy they, what they realize is that children in one in a subconscious way want boundaries and boundaries is a kind of love because they don't just say hey don't do it you explain why not to do it mm-hmm. and I think in our policing we don't explain why you shouldn't do something because you might be blocking or you might be, you know, don't put a shop here because you're blocking the waterway or you're blocking the traffic or you want somebody's property. Mm-hmm. And, and I think <clears throat> this idea of entitlement, I live in a community where men will be in your, in your house and I'm telling you that, hey, I come free going I just hunting the going mm-hmm. right? And I'm a neighbor, he lost a battery the other day. And so we're saying, you know, <clears throat> obviously it must be somebody, the guys who come, they they, they think they go on some of these others, but one other guy is the guy just peering. But this idea of entitlement to be in your space that I could take comes from somewhere. And that I am not I, I sit on a block once and my, my um, older, I was a young fella at the time, and the fella there, older than me, going and jump and the fella's telling them, boy, why you take uncle? All, he, all his mangoes. He said, I grew up in this community. I think I, everything is mine. I could think the thing. So what you guys were asking him is that he could share. <clears throat> you could have gone by the gate, asked uncle, because uncle was old. And he, you go on the tree, pick the mangoes, give him some, you get some, mm-hmm. and everything cool. But he, his idea was that he grew up in the neighborhood. He could jump over the wall, take And just take mangoes, anything you want. Yeah. And, and that idea of taking has grown into this. I know it has grown. I mean, you know, into something where people feel entitled to women bodies. They feel entitled to your property because I do have. I no, because you have a good relationship, so they feel they're entitled. Right, and that entitlement. And then we, we see. I see businessmen put I see the one in Senegal. He put his washing machine in the road, and then after a while, he moved it. I know if he moved it because somebody complained about it. But, you know, these ideas of taken is something that's very yeah, prevalent in very our society. So. And we, policing, without policing, or the kind of um, soft policing where you stop and you explain and things, you know, the idea and how the state allows. I went to people, I went to a state-sanctioned agricultural course and in the course, what was brought up was, well, how do we... 
because it was around um, home gardening and things. So how do I sell my our produce? The, the instructor said, you go and stop on the side of the road. It's illegal. Be prepared to move at any time because it's illegal. So the, and I'm, I'm like, you serious, Jerry? Yeah. In a state that, that is so dangerous. Yeah. It's a, a state-sanctioned, well, Steve, you got to understand, it's a state-sanctioned course on agriculture telling you that go and squat on the <clears> side <throat> of the road but be prepared to move at any time because the police... But they sell more good. goods that way. A guy told me that. I have to run. I have a lot of calls coming through. But yeah. thank you so much, pal. Appreciate the call. Yeah, man. All right. All right. Good morning, caller. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Um, the last caller made some valid points here. Just on there, but I should I, join I you all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you know, it doesn't know. Right? Um, touch on a couple of points that I, that I was waiting so long, it, it, it slipped me. That's what I wanted to expunge on. It's called age. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. You know, when you're, when you're, I watch school children now. When, 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 when you're Richard's age, it happens. Yeah, I watch school children now when they finish school and I, and I envy them. I'm like, well, they don't know how far, how fast life does fly. Let's figure out how the world of youth and the world of life, the, the whole life ahead of you. And in two twos, you're 50. <laughs> two twos your fifty and you wonder where the hell life went. Yeah. Right? But um yeah But he brought up some good you see these guys, I mean I spoke to one I, I know a few of them, not by name. But they say they sell more produce on on selling within traffic. It is dangerous. I almost knocked down a, a nuts man a few times. I am sure these people not there to they are there because they earn a lucrative living there. Yeah. Right? These people are there just hustling. They, they know the kind of money they make there on a daily. And I'm, I want to bet, I want to wager, they leave there every day with four or $500 in, in, in their pocket. You know? Well, kudos to them. It, 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 they're so, easy is, stand up in the sun whole day you know, and in the rain. Which, which, when you break it down to a bank teller or, a, or, or somebody, a public servant, when you break it down, they're working for more money than a public servant on a daily basis. If you check that five hundred dollars a day, yeah. at the end of the month by a public servant salary, they're working for more money than a public servant. So when you when you really look at it that way holistically, I could go and sell nuts because at the end of the day, instead of the four thousand a public servant going home with, I go home with ten thousand a month. Mm-hmm. You understand? The people selling brand panty on the fridge on Charlotte Street who we just look down on. Most of them making more than ten thousand dollars a month, yeah. which is more than a, a, a general public super. Don't forget the low entry one, the the OJT and whatnot. So we ain't talking about them. They working for more money than a public servant when the day come. The hustles, the the hustles are real. It is a hustle, you know. It's a it massive a hustle. hustle. Really I don't think I can do that. I so a lot of us ain't cut out fate, but they are uh, they are. Earning a lot of money holistically when the month come, right? So let me not look down on them, yeah. right? All right, thanks, pal. Okay, All the best here. Yeah. Good morning, caller. Hello. Hey, hey, Mr. Patrick. I find you wake up late this morning, boy. No, boy, I wake up till half past six. I outside painting, boy. Oh, you start a paint for Christmas? Nice, no, I had a paint for Christmas. I had a paint for house. I know for Christmas. I know we got Diwali also, all things. Everything. Happy new everything. Mm. I hear you, Pat. Yeah, but um, I was reading an article last night. 
That is it. You retirement age, if it go up to 65, that means all these citizens who say use bus, bus pass and all them things, will end up in a problem. Yeah? Say that again, yeah. the people that are using the... the bus pass and things, senior citizens. Uh-huh. You see, when it, if it retirement age go up to 60, right? All these 60 people... We'll have to wait till 65 for it to use the bus pass. <laughs> I was reading that. And um, uh, I was reading another article where they're reminding senior citizens all this pension grant that they need to come in and sign up with the life certificate. You see that come in and sign up with the life certificate? I, I don't know, you know. Yes. You should. I, I totally agree when Richard says, you know, they should have people come into the homes and instead of, you know, the hustle it is to get somebody, somebody as old well, as Richard to go to office to, just to see if he's alive. Huh? What's if that? somebody come to your home, they might want to get any grant because they might see how a big color TV and a fridge and a nice stove and they want to get nothing. <laughs> I think everybody have a color TV now, eh? Yeah, boy, so... Um, so, what about these people who can't go in because of some handicap thing? That, you see, that, uh, that's the next thing too. People that can't go in, people that are wheelchair bound, and you know, they should, they should have requirements. You know, they should put something in place where they can go and visit well, these people. Um, yeah, boy. So, because I was listening to the Honorable Minister, mm-hmm. Dr. Cox, talking about it, are people still collecting money? I have to get I'll have to get Administer Cox in one day. I'll have to get I'll get on. All right. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll call her up. All right, Mr. Patrick. Thanks so much, pal. All the best for you. Good morning, caller. Yeah. Good morning. Yeah, man, see, just coming back in there. Mm -hmm. No, my my thing is um yeah, I know the pendant thing, eh? but what we had to realize, I, I know right in by Tagariga, Orange Grove Road there there was a bacchanala called Italia fight break out because one was stopping a, a young lady from selling her water. That's by Eddie Hardgrounds there, between the bus route and the main road? No, on the highway, on the highway. But you see this young lady selling, it had a big fight because they find she shouldn't supposed to be selling and stuff like that. And what I'm talking about is other things. It, the idea that, because you need, vending is a licensing thing, eh? that's local government. Local Anybody vending anywhere in Trinidad should have permission to vend. And then they tell you how to vend. If you can vend here, this is a site. But the, the thing is that there's no location for you to vend or to do anything. So people do what they have to do to survive. Mm-hmm. And in the light of that, fighting and squabbling, the two guys who got shot in the cemetery, according to the newspapers, was that they came to hustle in the cemetery. And one other fellow was telling them they can't hustle here. Local government. Uh, with no regulations on who and how you how you work, so you can't just walk in the cemetery. And you shouldn't be able to just walk in the cemetery and just do things. As a local government thing, that's what I'm saying. The, the, when the state falls down on its job, people take it to their own rules and regulations, and two guys get shot, and then fight on the side of the road about who could be here. This is my space. You can't come and sell water here, yeah, I'm telling you that, and then argument. So a lot of the cutlass wars is because rules and regulations, we have, and those rules and regulations are there. I was standing by Piaco, I see the nuts man go across and take a pee. 
keep peeing anything. And I see him coming, but I see him, but this man in wash his hands. There's no facilities to wash his hands around here unless mm-hmm. he walk across by Bagwan Singh or he go in by um, the mall there and he might find a You time. know, I, but, I have actually seen, I have, I've, I've gone to Lady Young Lookout. I like Yadi's juke. I was feeling for some juke and, and I saw an individual, not from Yadi, from somewhere else that was selling food. And she went behind the, 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 the behind the lookout barriers did what you had to do and come back and continue selling food and continue selling food right mm-hmm. and now the thing is i have worked with um communities with designs and stuff and then trying to improve how people think and they, and they welcome it because mm-hmm. what they know is that you're improving my life so when you're able to improve their life people are happy but what the state does is that they don't improve their lives so they take it onto their own to do what they do, it's not done properly. They do it the way they do it, and and, and in the vexness, people could lose their life. And you can. That's what I'm saying. So the state makes you become a criminal, or doing illegal activities that you could then turn into a criminal because people is a tense environment. The fighting and the infighting and who's space and who not space. There's a lot of old back and all going on all over that we may not hear about. Mm-hmm. But on top of those things, that I was saying, when we, what we need to do is get people to do their jobs because every vendor or every, every act that is done is supposed to have some kind of local government oversight. Building, putting a building, putting a shack, putting a thing, putting a thing. We have building inspectors, we have things, but nobody, we have estate police and all the regional corporations have estate police, but nobody, nobody's doing their job. So when people do it, it, right, it, tell it, me it about spirals it. out of control. Tell and me about up, it. And here we are today, 500 and something. Um, 509 was the last check this morning. 509, right. And, and, and our society running amok and our leaders do not speak from a very, you know, when, when the Prime Minister mentioned that um, we're looking at p- crime from a public health issue, that mm-hmm. is a very, um, very important mm-hmm. kind of statement, right? Because yeah. public, public health, crime from a public health issue means a lot of things. It means psychology, environmental design, which um, Richard loved to speak about. It speaks about um, how it looks at the softer side of uh, communities becoming healthier. It looks at your health, your psychology, your mental well-being, and, thing, and the things that makes a, a person become a criminal. And they try to stop. They're going to, on top of uh, improving, improving the, the, you know, the, the hard stop criminal, you know, you know, the police, police thing, and even that. So Scotland has taken that approach. I think a lot of the Nordic countries have taken those uh, things where public health, you look. So the approach is different, and you have, um, you know, what the results will be is up to yeah. you. But if you're not managing it, and one thing that you're looking at, uh, thing, if it, is sustainability, right? You can't do something today and then stop it. And that is the problem. And I'm just using vending because of the, um, you know, how, how we could it. Because vending in port of spain they always are bacchanal in port of spain about vending because it's not sustained yeah and, <laughs> and that's going to happen work. just now christmas running corner you know all a bacchanal right. is going to happen thanks so much pal all right all the best here. have a good one all right quickly we take one more call before i go good morning 
Morning, morning, Steve. Morning. Um, uh, we were talking about crime. I don't want, I want to say something quick, quick, quick about selfishness. And honestly, I'm going to get some licks for this. But there are some people who call in the radio station should be a little more think about other people. They call in and talk, 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 and give us lectures every day. I mean, they should be thinking about other people who want to call in also. And most of the time, you have to try and cut them off. I call it selfishness. And I wish they hear me now because... A matter of opinion, it's very selfish to be like that. Just keep talking, 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 and lecturing people every morning. I like to hear different points of view. And what they don't okay, one more thing. What they don't understand is when they talk that whole length of time, half people don't understand what they're talking about because you, you, you forget what they're talking about. <laughs> you know? So it's just my point and I might get licks fake, but honestly, Steve, you almost do something about that. Yeah, and that's why I say short and sweet. Yeah. Short, that's to the point. Yeah. Thank you very much. Have All right, big day. guy. Have, Have a, a good day. one. All the best. Okay, sir. You too. Bye. Good man. All right. It is 54 minutes after the hour of uh, 8 o'clock. 6 before Sir Charles walks in. I, I, I can't remember what today is. Can't remember. Ah, well. Ah, yes. Moving from bottle and spoon to the backyard jam. Ah, yes. Let's grunt her for you.
can sing those lines. Ready? Here we go. Come, Charlo. Join in. Join in. Sing that line for me. Sing it. Sing it. There you go, Charlo. There you go. Folks, that's it for the Tuesday edition of the Power Breakfast Show. It is the first day of November. It's All Saints Day. It is. It is. It is. All right. Because we'll have the full cast in tomorrow morning. Hopefully nobody will run off. It was the Steve Cannon show this morning. Hope I did not disappoint. It's been a long time. I'll tell you this much. My mouth is so tired now. Don't talk to me for a while. <laughs> Today is Treasure Tuesday, says Sir Charles. There we go. As I always say before I go, please spay and neuter, please donate to the various shelters throughout Trinidad Tobago, the various people that rescue animals and take them to the various veterinarian clinics. Oh yeah. Please donate to them. They have to buy medicine, they have to buy food, they have to do this, they have to do that. You know, it costs you know, it's non-government funded. I don't know why. I don't know why. And every you know, I show most of these ministers. They have a pet. Don't know why it's not government funded. I don't know why people decide to take puppies and kittens and put them inside the in a box, out of sight, out of mind. You know what I would say? Put you in jail and throw away the key. Out of sight, out of mind. Don't know. All right. Of course, you can come to the pet butler and donate as well. The pet butler, there we are at number one. Harris Street in Kirap of the Southern Main Road and Harris Street is the one opposite Farm Road to give you food as well your treats accessories and donate as well alright I've got Dr. Tamian Gooding will be in on Thursday yep he'll be in on Thursday from 3 o'clock that's our resident veterinarian very good very competent and please do not take your pet to pet shops to get a vaccine Met a guy last week, Friday, Thursday. His dog died because of that. You won't take your child or a, a quack doctor, would you? No, you won't. No, you won't. All right. Of course, to make an appointment to see Dr. Timmy in Gooding, you have to call 610-8725 or WhatsApp 710-8725. All right. All right. Sir Charles, he's up next. We're going to start off with a little baron for you this morning. You know what, in 55 days, what it will be. Oh, yeah, tell them, Baron, tell them, tell them. Thank you for choosing Power the Two Digital.
Listen every weekday for our live show starting at 6 a.m. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital.